You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a weekly show where two to four old guys reminisce about um, weekend experiences. Yeah, like uh, very recent weekend experiences, yes. like this past, <laughs> this past weekend, from which I believe we're probably all recovering. Um, we've got, so they don't have to remain silent. For the next, I don't know. I I don't know. I think it actually. So let's be great. do our full intros let's, and then bring him in right, about thirty minutes. Yes, thirty. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to go through. We have a lot of stuff to go through. Um, we've got our very own sandwich Pope Phil. Uh, I am here, and we've got Time Lord Josh Edwards. Hello, nation. And you guys are both here because Micah could not be. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Eight> silver medals. <laughs> so I just wanted to go ahead and get that out of the way. Uh, exalt, uh, exalted Lord Mike, uh, who essentially organized this entire fucking uh, excursion to the Louisville Arcade Expo, um, had something going on today. So I believe he had a, a birthday uh, birthday plans mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of his daughters. So, uh, so you guys are here in his stead. No pressure. Silver medal. I like it. Silver medal. <laughs> but I was I was feeling special until I found out that I was sharing with Josh, and then <laughs> now I found out that that even Micah was ranked ahead of us. I, so. I had no I had the same experience. <laughs> <laughs> We're all somebody's silver medal in our lives. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm a <laughs> lot of people's. I'd be happy to be a lot of people's silver medal. Well, I think we all wanted the silver Fire Mario trophy. It was far better than the others. So yeah, yeah. second's okay. Second is fine. So, so what all do we do we talk about? Because normally we would be playing through the NES Classic, right? Alphabetically, but we all uh, we had Tadpog Prom at the Louisville Arcade Expo, right? Which we did last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this year was a much bigger turnout. Oh God, um, yes. We probably had like I don't know, maybe ten, twelve, dozen, hundred. Um, it was. Somewhere between a dozen and five hundred. Oh, this year. Yeah, this yeah. year. <laughs> Last year, I think we had a hard cutoff at like a dozen, uh, and then this year we had a whole bunch of people, um, and that's cool that that grew. Uh, it got kind of I don't know a little hectic, like trying to keep everything straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember Josh and Phil were there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> barely. I barely do. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Louisville Arcade Expo, uh, it is a, th- <laughs> it's right there in the name. It is an mm-hmm. arcade expo that happens annually in Louisville. Uh, I was really happy to go back this year. I spent more time on the actual expo floor than I did last year, which was not much. Um, if anybody's tuning in to hear if I threw up three times behind the Dairy Queen this year, mm. I am ashamed to say I threw up zero <laughs> times. We all paced ourselves. We, all, we trained all year for it. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> there was training involved for sure. Uh, I didn't even go to the Dairy Queen this year. Uh, uh, I only went once. Felt like I made a pilgrimage. Year. <laughs> you made it. You made it there, Josh. I made a pilgrimage just to see where you had thrown up. Nice. <laughs> I should have. I should have gotten there early and marked it. Should have done a tour. Damn it. Uh huh. 
I actually, it's funny because I did, uh, Nikki came this year, uh, my wife, yeah. and um, when we pulled up, I was like, I drove around the back of Dairy Queen, and I was like, that's where I threw up twice, <laughs> in the rocks, and as you can see, here we are, right next it's to the drive still there. Yeah, they did not clean it up. <laughs> Neither the employees or the birds did their job. <laughs> I feel like that's why God put birds on earth to eat vomit. <laughs> but not yours. Right? Never yours. <laughs> right. There's one. There's one there's one boy on earth whose vomit you shall never eat. <laughs> and I did the I did the inverse. I spent zero time on the expo floor this year. <laughs> and just uh drank, hung out with everybody, had sex with my wife and slept. I be, I regret the amount that I slept Saturday. I slept like 13 hours on Saturday. And Good lord! Everything. Wow. I just assumed you were having sex all day. Oh no, I was asleep. Listen to the mall, and I was asleep. <laughs> Literally, everyone thought that's what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. correct. Well, we did like Where's once. Tyler, he's not but here. I was sleeping he's the rest. That was the default answer. Whenever, <laughs> whenever anyone would ask anyone, "Where's Tyler?" the answer was mm-hmm. probably having sex. <laughs> it did happen most of the time, except in probably. Eight of those twelve hour <laughs> twelve hours of time. <laughs> so we were right. Most yeah. Most of yeah, the time. Yeah. Um, I'm Dave, your respectable host. <laughs> oh yeah, me very <laughs> And uh, I'm here with Tyler, of course, and uh, Phil and Josh, as we mentioned. Yeah. Um, oh. I think we should take the time to acknowledge maybe any potential new listeners, since we carpeted that expo with enough business cards to choke a cat. So <laughs> true story. Um, Hello, new listeners. This is not this, this is not your normal experience. Um, I promise. Uh, this is probably going to be a little fast and loose. And I'll be honest, I'm usually a lot more prepared coming into an episode than this. I have done very, very little to prep for this episode um, because I, I opened this cider. You opened the si- hard <laughs> cider, and then here, here we are. I made some brief notes, uh, but that's about it. And it's mainly just to try to not forget the major things. Um, it was so one of the really cool things about the Louisville Arcade Expo was meeting a whole bunch of listeners um, and friends, of course. Uh, but I, I got to meet a whole lot of new people who listen to the show, and um, some people even brought us stuff. So I do have like a pile of. Uh, potentially neat shit to look at. Um, we're going to have to do our best to sell this in audio. Uh, first time caller, Nate Glines. He brought a whole bunch of cool stuff. I, I do want to lead with this. He did bring a DVD of Monsters of Jizz for us. So <laughs> We do have our very own copy of Monsters of Jizz, which um, I have not checked out yet. Uh, but does not look like there's any data burned on this DVD, uh, but I hope that I'm wrong. Uh, At he- this point, I would also like to point out that um, if you're a new listener yes. listening in the car with your child, uh, the business cards did say not safe for work on them. So that's your fault that you exposed them to <laughs> monsters of jizz. You're, you're, either, you're either the best parent or the worst parent. I'll let you know when my child does or does not graduate from high school. Uh, because I do feel I'm the one who said Monsters of Jizz, and I know he's listening probably 12 years down the road, uh, and he's like, I wonder what my dad was like. Where is that DVD? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I can find that. Gonna, there's plenty. It's weird because there's plenty of stuff. Uh, there's actually, 
I received a, a book. Uh, one of the listeners, um, Mitch Odor, uh, aka Catch Mini Gaming, he bought he brought us a bunch of books. And one of the things that it was great because like he drove uh, in this mini he he after breakfast he's like come to come to my car I've got some things for you and it's like all right great. I will go there, and he stabbed What's me. this rag smell? Right, right, right. Tell me what this rag smells like. <laughs> and uh, he opened up the trunk, and uh, it's just full of trade paperback comic books um, that his place of business was planning on just throwing away. So he grabbed them all, and he's like, help yourself to any of these. And I was like, uh, okay. There's this like Ninja Turtles book from IDW that looks really cool. And then he's like, no, take this. And he handed me uh, a paperback book called MILFs of Mars, uh, which is essentially <laughs> like all just like sketches of um, like pinup, pinup sketches mm-hmm. of like 1960s inspired like women in um, astronaut helmets with nothing else on posing provocatively. <laughs> and as I was gathering things up to bring to this recording, I saw that and I was like, this is a thing that I'm going to have to hide from my son because I don't want to throw it away because I think it's great. But I also don't want him to think that this is something that daddy ever masturbated to. <laughs> so I feel like I need to like write a letter and like keep it in the front cover. So one day eventually when he finds it, it's like, dear son, I'm sorry you found this. Uh, please allow me to explain. I'm keeping this for uh, novelty only. Uh, and never have I touched my penis while viewing it. Well, if yeah, if there's a date on it, he'll know like, oh, dad was past, past the age where he could jerk off to things like this. Right, yeah, exactly. Dad was in his 30s, so... It's not 1998. Okay, it's fine. Right. Would I, I, oh, God, I could have made this book work when I was like 12 years old. You, you mm-hmm. betcha. <laughs> so when did you guys start masturbating to hardcore pornography? This is a this is an open question for yeah. Bill and Josh. Yeah. I'm assuming. <laughs> let's, let's bring them back in. Um, I think a previous episode I may even had an intro story about how my stepfather, who was a long distance truck driver, died in a car wreck, and we got his uh, stash of VHS porn out of yes. from his truck. So um, that was was when I was exposed to my first hardcore pornography right around the age of 13, which is like the choicest age to get yeah, that kind that's of stuff. So you got like not yeah. too early, not too late, just like <laughs> nice creamy middle right there. And remember uh-huh. him. I see what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of VHS tapes, I thought about you, Phil. Um, mm-hmm. It was very shortly after you had left on the last day of the expo, I was on the floor and there was a guy with a bunch of VHS tapes. I would just happen to be at this vendor's booth looking through his NES games and he like sat down at the table like kind of like dejected and he was like, I cannot get rid of these VHS tapes. And no. I was thinking, oh God, I wish Phil was here because he might take this enormous stack of VHS. I saw speed in there. <laughs> I mean, there was some good shit in there. No, I'm I, I am 100% calling my collection. Um, this is I don't have anyone to watch it anymore with. This is um, something I I did in my 20s when I was constantly around other guys without kids and spotty um, 
um, work. So morals. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's a gift. My kids love VHS tapes. They all no watch shit. Disney movies on VHS tapes. Why? On the big screen, which looks fucking awful. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it does. Why is it when I watch Aladdin, this one part is all like tracking? It's all weird. <laughs> 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 I, it, it's like someone said something here, but I can't even make it out anymore because the tape is so warped. It's like Jasmine says. <laughs> It's like Melissa's dad, how he somehow clipped out the boobs from her copy of Titanic. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) She had a, like, the day Titanic came out on VHS, she had a bunch of friends over, Uh and she put it in and played it, and right at the scene where you see uh, Kate Winslet naked, it just skips. And, like, as soon as he got it, he put it in and... And yeah, he took, cut it and he, spliced it. He edited. It. We're not wow. sure how he did it. Like so perfectly. Like there's no like blank for a second. Like he hit record to make right. it go over. It just. I was hoping she's about to take her clothes know, off. I don't know how he did it. And then a guy is falling to his death when the boat is. Spl- oh, I'm sorry, the ship is split <laughs> in half. That's like, whoa, good lord! I got the message loud and clear. Take your clothes off. Fucking disasters happen. I think that's <laughs> the moral of that movie. <laughs> did they, he actually cut the tape? Because that's how they used to. Well, we're Edit. not sure how. I need to ask him. We're not sure how he did it, but it was perfectly done, and she was so mad. Maybe he dubbed the tape. Maybe he uh, maybe had a dual VCR action going on, and he dubbed it to uh, one and just paused the paused the recording uh, VCR. Maybe. And then started the next. Yeah. We have a real mystery on our hands yep. that we need to unravel. <laughs> What's his number? Let's call, Can we add him to the Discord chat? Yeah, just hey, Chuck, you know that thing I won't friend you on Facebook over because I don't want you to see it? <laughs> You're on it now. <laughs> hey, Chuck, uh, we're going to, we're going to, this is actually a two hour episode where we walk you through installing uh, and logging into Discord. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I don't, I've never met him. He may be very internet savvy for all I know. Nope. I mean, he fucking did a number on that Titanic tape. He uh, could probably get he's, into Discord. Yeah, he's, a, he's an electrician, so he's savvy with all that, but like the internet stuff, nah, it'd be, nah. <laughs> yeah, he sounds, he sounds, if he's dealing with editing tape, he sounds like an analog guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, Josh, when did you start masturbating to hardcore pornography? <laughs> I thought you forgot me. No, of course not. <laughs> I might escape that one. <laughs> no, no, I was, that um, was in the back of my mind the whole time. Don't worry. Uh, well, so I, I told the, I think, I told an intro story um, about about thinking like, oh, there's got to be like a porno mag somewhere there's here in this house. There's got to be a better way. <laughs> there's got to be. Um, and I found, I found a magazine in the garage, just like I was like, I'm certain there's got to be one in here. And, and, and I found one. Um, how did you, so, what so was, was the tip? Do you remember? Like, like you just knew there's I, so much shit in here. There has to be pornography somewhere in here. Yeah. It, we had moved into a new house. And so, you know, the, so I, in my head, I was like, well, maybe the previous owners left something here. And so I went into the garage and I like got up like right near the, the top of the, you know, they got a ladder and like was up there and I was like looking on all the, like the highest shelves. And there was this dusty old, like 1970s black and white, um, Milfs of uh, Mars, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was the that was the first time I'd seen like a really explicit um, magazine. So that so probably then I was about uh, I was probably about eleven, twelve. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> We're proud of you. <laughs> so. Along with MILFs of Mars, uh, Mitch also got us a bunch of other stuff. Now, and, and Monsters of Jizz. Both of those. Always. 
Yeah, the Monsters of Jizz was actually from Nate. Uh, I'm switching gears to Mitch's because uh, oh, oh, okay. MILFs of Mars came Ooh. up, uh, and I don't want to forget. Um, a long time ago, Mitch was um, a viewer on Twitch, on the Tadbog Twitch channel, and he asked what uh, comics we liked. Mm -hmm. And when I told him, I was like, well, I know Tyler likes Venom, but mm -hmm. I do not know how much of the new run he's read. So I was like, that might not be really, that might be kind of dicey. Very little, but I'm, I'm well, anything Venom. Well, I <laughs> fucked up because there is nothing Venom <laughs> all, in all here Venom, for you. Good Venom, whatever. There is nothing Venom for you in here. So what I said was, well, he probably would like, there's a really good series called Saga. I don't know if you've heard of it. Mm -mm. Um, it's amazing. Uh, and here are the first seven volumes oh, of Saga. Shit. Uh, for you to read, Saga's amazing. I know oh, you've yeah. you've probably seen Saga cosplay at Dragon Con, and haven't realized it. But as you read it, I'm willing to bet um, you'll notice a few of the characters. Uh, and then he got me this awesome, uh, gigantic Yusagi Yojimbo Yojimbo Saga. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. Because we were talking about Yusagi Yojimbo. Uh, he also was kind enough to include the crossover with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And then, I guess as a bonus, I don't know who this belongs to, who, but I actually think that we should maybe give this away. Okay. Um, he included a really cool book called The Art of Splatoon, uh, and it is an art book with splatitude. I think that is important to note. Um, and it is a huge book that retails for 40 bucks. Um, I think it's really cool, but I think it would actually be a lot cooler to give it away somehow. Okay. So maybe if we can, I don't know, figure out a way. The the rest of this episode is just going to be us figuring out how to give this book away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so to enter, if you could just, um, in the Facebook comments of this post, if you could just tell us how old you were and the first the, when you first masturbated to hardcore uh -huh, pornography, uh -huh, uh -huh. just do that publicly on Facebook and you'll be entered for a chance to win nice. this wonderful nice. hardcover uh, art book. They'll also have to listen to this episode that is not going to be game related. So that is true. This yeah. is going to be a toughie to promote. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Every now and then we got to have fun. Um, so that is it for Mitch. Mitch, dude, thank you very much. That's uh, Catchpenny Gaming. Uh, he was streaming on Twitch. I have been really hands off on Twitch, so I don't know if he currently mm -hmm. is or not. Um, but regardless, check him out on Twitch for sure. Catchpenny Gaming. Uh, back to Nate, first time caller Nate from Utah, who gave us Monsters of Jizz. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. He also, this is a reference point. I feel like it's really important to make. He also gave, he also brought a red floppy disc uh, for Paul Korn because, as you know, that's where all the porn, all the anime porn oh. was kept. <laughs> he brought this awesome etch a sketch. Oh, um, yeah. This was oh, that thing is so cool. Yeah, that is so cool. It is amazing. It is the Tadpog logo done on an Etch-A-Sketch. Uh, he commissioned a friend to do this, uh, and it is absolutely uh, – it is it is probably the best thing that I have ever seen <laughs> in, in my life. Not like, to oversell it. Not to – right. No, I'm, I don't feel like I'm overselling it. I do feel like – No, it's awesome. Yeah. If I had, after nine months of Nikki being pregnant, she gone into the hospital and I stood there and hold, held her hand 
and then this came out of her, I think I would probably be just as happy. Uh, <laughs> oh, Henry's going to love hearing this. Yeah. Can't wait. No, I love you, son. I do. I love you, son. Just look. You have to listen to this because you found my MILFs of Mars, and this is your payment. <laughs> just know there's competition. There's competition. Exactly. He also brought us this. I'm going to give you these, Tyler. These are postcards. Oh, are they Fallout postcards? I do not know. I haven't read them yet or looked at them. Uh, I kind of felt like the postcards are kind of they're your thing, so I wanted to make sure you got a you got the first dibs. Zion Mount Carmel Tunnel, dedicated July fourth, nineteen thirty. I went down to Zion NP. NP. Zion NP. Anybody? <laughs> With my wife Christy, she was running a half marathon. The night after... Oh, oh Zion National Park. National, National Park. Park. Nice. Yeah. You can tell we're yeah. outdoorsy. <laughs> <laughs> Zion, no problem. I don't... <laughs> the night after the run, I walked into hold the moan, a hold-the-moan situation. Nice. I went to the men's restroom, and a guy was sexing a girl from behind. Not in this stall, but in the open locker room. Nice. So what did he do? When I started, when I started washing my hands, they ran out. Christy told me a guy like and a they girl were grossed ran out? into the ladies' restroom. <laughs> All said and done, it was a pretty good weekend. Love you guys, Nate from Utah. They're, meanwhile, they're, they got home, and they're telling a story to their friends. Can you believe this guy who was washing his hands in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, like, right. we, were trying to, we were trying to fuck. We were trying to fuck him. We were like, come on, dude. Fuck it. <laughs> he just fucking washes his head. <sighs> yeah, pretty ballsy move by that guy. <laughs> and it's Gateway <laughs> to Bryce Canyon, <laughs> Highway 12 through Red Canyon. It just says, no public sex. Two out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you for that, Nate. I'm glad I read the one I was supposed to first, by sheer coincidence. I know, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pre-read them. I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> so w- the last thing we've got, um, we were given this package um, by Paul Anderson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Anderson found this at the convention, this white box, which is filled with... Just sitting in the floor. Yeah, right. Unattended. Um, this is actually... It just has scrawled crudely on the side in Sharpie, anime stuff. So we'll see what's in it. This is a random box of anime that he purchased at the expo. So I don't know. Oh, actually, this looks like this is not an anime. This is a Marvel magazine celebrating 75 years of Marvel. Okay, I can see why nobody wanted this and they put it in a box. It looks sl- slightly used. It does. Um, actually, it looks like this is just comic books. So maybe I misunderstood. Uh, Josh, you were there when he gave it to me, right? Do you recall? Yeah, I, I think he said it was an anime box, and I remember uh, uh, set up at the expo with the mystery boxes, and I, uh, it definitely said anime over there. So that, that was my understanding. It is. It is comic books. Um, it looks like they pawned off. Um, a whole bunch of Rob Liefeld stuff on us. <laughs> I'm flipping through here, and it's like, okay, Wildcats 18, um, mm-hmm. Cyber Force 10. I did not know that was a comic book, but that, um, all right, that is a comic book. Um, a pre-order. Oh wait, that's an ad. I'm about to read an advertisement <laughs> on the back of a comic. Hey, there's. A, I know the X Men. There's an X Men uh, rated T plus number th- number three. There is, um, Paul, I don't know how much you paid for this, but it's too much. <laughs> uh, there's well, a, it sounds like if it's an anime mystery full of comic books, the mystery is where is 
<laughs> Where's the anime? <laughs> Dear Louisville Arcade Expo, I am writing this sternly written letter to let you to inform you of a vendor uh, who has gone rogue. Uh, an episode of Moon Knight by Warren Ellis. I hear actually this is a really good um, series. Isn't that a good way to offload shit? Box it up and just write mystery box on the side. Welcome to Loot Crate. (laughs) I'm pretty sure Phil received a a stein without a handle from you, Tyler. Uh Uh, (laughs) Welcome to the Tadpog mystery box. I got the first Tadpog Loot Crate. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) So far we've given away... A broken mug and a copy of Goosebumps number one held on by masking tape. Let's not forget your <laughs> the penny book, right? Did was that given no, away? No, Dunnigan has still not gotten his copy. Was not claimed of um, that Tyra Banks. I can't remember the name of the Tyra Banks book <laughs> that you got for a, a penny. Uh, Uncanny X Men number nine. Uh, just the ugliest cover I've ever seen. Smallville number 14. Uh, if anybody wants to pull this up online, uh, you can see the dumbest looking Supergirl you have ever seen in your life. Uh, no offense. Uh, hey, wow. Uh, Generation X. Model Land. Model Land Land was the book. (laughs) Generation X number eight. I own this book. I bought it. I remember buying this comic book, uh, when I was a teenager in high school. That's an older book. Um, it's not worth anything. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I have. We also have the six printing variant of Avengers versus X Men Zero, um, Titans number eight, Age of X, X Men Legacy, um, Glory, which looks like it's actually a very gory comic book. There's a woman. It looks like it might be Electra with a sword fighting a werewolf. It looks like yeah. You want to take a closer look at that one? It looks like there might actually be sex in that one. Mm-hmm. Out of all the ones that we've gotten, that's probably the one that has the most sex. It in looks it. sort of like when Wolverine gets the adamantium pulled out of his through his pores. Yeah, except it's blood. <laughs> yep. Um, line of, line of defense, a comic book that kind of looks like it might be based on a video game. Um, who's who? DC October nineteen eighty five. That's cool. All right. Um, another Teen Titans. And uh, Superboy. And there's a rolled up piece of paper in here, which might actually be anime. It's a gigantic, it's actually a scroll with a download code for anime. Or it's the gotcha rage face. Oh, it's um, it's actually okay. a drawing of the tick. All right, well, that's cool. All right, Paul Anderson. You got ri- you done got ripped off, man. They did not give, there wasn't, a, there wasn't an ounce of anime in here. There wasn't anime resin in here. <laughs> But thank you, thank you regardless. Appreciate the sentiment. Yep, definitely. Y'all ready to talk about the expo? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. These are box closing sounds (laughs) that we're hearing. So, what did everybody else do while I was asleep? That's a good question. (laughs) Nothing, apparently. (laughs) What was your expo experience? Wait, there was an expo. Um, (laughs) So I hear. I what. I think probably the easiest way for me to do it is to talk about the most memorable moment of the mm-hmm, expo mm-hmm. Um, and maybe kind of unwind from there. Um, one of the big things I was excited about this year was – I okay, so a little background. I, I'm sure everyone remembers from last year, Bit Brigade was there last year, and they played uh, the soundtrack to Mega Man 2 while somebody played Mega Man 2. Um, I hear it was amazing. But I was too drunk to attend. Uh, I didn't know where I was yet um, or, or know what time it was. So I totally missed that event. So I wanted to make sure 
that I did not miss the musical guest this year. Um, and then when I found out that it was Mega Ran, um, that solidified the fact that I did not want to miss this mm-hmm. year because I love Mega Ran. Never seen him. Uh, never seen him live. And um, that was the highlight of the expo for me. Uh, it was amazing. I thought it, I thought it was an amazing show. Um, I had heard most of the tracks, uh, but not all of them. There was like a Final Fantasy VI track that went into a Final Fantasy VII track, um, which that part was that that was amazing. Not the highlight of the show. The highlight of the show was he did this freestyle. He did this freestyle rap where uh, he had people hold up objects in their hands, hold them up over his uh, over their heads, and he would from the stage take the items out of their hand and and rap about it. One of the things that he picked was Paul Korn's red floppy disk. And that made me (laughs) so fucking happy because I was like, in the most minor possible way, (laughs) Mega Ran rapped about Tadpog Podcast. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) In the most absolute minor way, it did happen, though. So count it and please (laughs) engrave it on my tombstone. Uh, Was co-host of a show of which Mega Ran very minorly wrapped up one time. (laughs) (laughs) No other life accomplishments but that one. Uh, He did acknowledge the podcast when we were standing in line to get... He did. He did acknowledge the podcast. He sounded... um, I would say it's probably fair to say a little frustrated when he's like, yeah, he, he, I can't not hear about this podcast because, Josh, I believe you told everybody who was in line I to buy did. his merch. That's partially my fault. I told everybody <laughs> in line and I told the, the audience during the show and every tad pa- tad bug person I found, I, I told them all to remind Megaran that the party was in room 1142. That's your room, Dave. Yeah. Uh, to remind them that the party was there and that we'd be in the courtyard. And if he couldn't find us, he should, you know, he'd hear us. He'd be able to hear us. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's, yeah. We were I, I want to take a little credit for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's my fault. But that was amazing. I got a Megaran shirt. I got it signed. Got a photograph with him. Um, and you too, Josh. Um, yeah. So, and you actually, Josh, you were like, you were, what's the name of the mouse in Dumbo who gives him the feather? Like, that was you. You were the mouse. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh man. Do we know this? I don't know the name of the together? mouse. Together, can we figure this out? Um, I did not. I was terrified because I did my normal con thing where it's like whenever time I'm at, like, an artist alley or something, I uh-huh. and there's someone there who I, like, admire, I do not want to meet them because I am scared. And, I, uh, I kind of picked up on that a little bit. That happened hardcore. Um, that happened hardcore yeah. because we got there before the show and um, Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue, a.k.a. Micah, uh, mentioned, oh, yeah, AKA look. A- Tadpog Dad. Yeah, Tadpog Dad, Tadpog Prom Dad, uh, Tadpog Prom, official Tadpog Prom chaperone. Uh, he pointed out the merch table and I was like, oh, fucking sweet. I want to see what's here because I definitely wanted to buy a shirt. Um, so I get like maybe eight paces away from the table and I realize that Mega Ran is actually behind the table and I about yeah. face and I noped the fuck out of there. I was like, I will get yep. a shirt when there's someone else <laughs> running the table because I am scared to meet Mega Ran. Um, and then after the show, it turns out he was running the merch table and Josh was the mouse from Dumbo. Uh, I see his name now. What's his name? It's dumb. His name is dumb and the elephant's name is Dumbo? Yep. Dumb and Dumbo. Dumb and Dumbo. (laughs) The Disney buddy cop afternoon special that we all wanted. 
Timothy Q. Mouse. Timothy Q. Mouse? Mm-hmm. I think you said it was dumb. Sweet. That's a great name. That's, That's a great name. <laughs> That's a great name. Josh, thanks for being my Timothy Q. Mouse. Anytime. Yeah. Because yeah. meeting meeting Megaran and shaking his hand and just talking to him for a little bit was most definitely the highlight of the expo for me. Like that is one that Nice. I mean, I'm nice. gonna remember that for a very long time. <laughs> What about you I guys? Could, I, could, I could see you were a little nervous, um, and I was not familiar with Mega Rand, so I thought the concert was great, but I didn't have that, that like starstruck kind of feeling. So I was like, oh, okay, I, Dave wants a shirt. Dave wants this signed. Dave would like a picture. Uh, you facilitated make, all of that, essentially. Let's make sure this you happens. Did. Yeah, You facilitated <laughs> yeah. all of that, uh, and you were really nice and waited in line with me. Um, and Micah both, you, you guys didn't have to do that. That was really cool. You that was me, a nice moment. You gave me courage. Yeah. You were my you were my birdman courage. Um <laughs> a la Earthbound. Just gotta bring it back to video games somehow. Yeah. So I'll have a link to those who aren't familiar with Mega Ran, I'll have a link to um a few of his tracks in the show notes. Yeah. For people such as me. I I did not know who he was going into it. Um I didn't actually stay to listen to him that much. So um oops. <laughs> well, it was I, good. Yeah. It was really good. I was impressed. I thought yeah. it, I thought it was very. It was good. the only part of the expo I was really interested in was the, was seeing Mega Ran. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't end up going. I wish I he had. He was a super nice guy. Going. Yeah, he, he was. was really nice. He was really. He nice. was really friendly with everybody. He gave everybody time, you know, to, to talk or say whatever or get a picture, and you know, it slows down the line. But I think it makes fans. He was really good at that. Yep. Um, Yep, he was very cool. Very cool. Um, and he did say he would stop by the party um, if he had time after he broke down, you know, the gear. But he had like a six a.m. flight. Yeah, he said so a six o'clock will, flight. So yeah, which I hope wasn't a line uh, of bullshit. We'll, we'll help you break it down. Right. No, we'll do it right out. There's a bunch of us. We'll break it down right out. Two seconds. We're at the end of the line. It's no big deal. I got nothing to do. It's fine. <laughs> no, so man, what, it's, 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 it's cursed, man. I don't want you. To, I don't want you guys to get cursed. <laughs> so, what's your favorite pizza topping, Mega Ran? <laughs> <laughs> so, what uh, what are y'all's highlights from from the expo? Do you have any high moments? Having I sex, think, or is there? You mean the expo, like being on the expo floor? <laughs> um, no. Wait, just did you say having sex? Because I was in your room. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I was in your bed. That's not, all, that's not all you were in, apparently. That's a sex joke. That's a butt sex joke. <laughs> Josh fucked Phil. <laughs> I think Saturday night from about like 6 p.m. until 5 a.m. Um, everything from from uh, cashmere to, to go-karts to karaoke afterwards. And um, that was just... Uh, an incredibly good stretch for the weekend. Dude, go-karts was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. At I think uh, it's Saturday. I meant Friday night. Yeah, Friday night, go-karts at, I think it's blue, Bluegrass Karting in Louisville. Yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun, and I thought it was great that the course had not changed from last year because it gave everybody who was there last year a distinct advantage over the newcomers, <laughs> uh, an advantage that I needed really badly. Um I did better than I did last year. I didn't do nearly as well as uh, some people on this call. You did well. Sorry, I'm, my uh, my connections went in and out, so I missed like the last thirty seconds. But you're talking about the go karting night, right? Yeah, talking about the go karting night. Yeah, which yeah. you you did very well. 
And Phil did very well. And Phil did a little bit me. better than that. <laughs> yes, that's the that's the thing. You said that it gave the a distinct advantage to the returning folks, but Ben and Josh were new and they got first and third. So that is true. Um, but I do feel uh, maybe I'm speaking personally because mm. I feel like I did better because I had done that course mm. before and mm. I knew how to take a few of those turns better than blind. Yeah, but you're and right. all the groups. All the groups got better the second time they went around the track. After the first heat, the second heat, every, mm-hmm. every group improved. But you made a big jump. You gained like a second and a half, which in go-kart time was like huge. In go-kart um, years. Yeah. I th- yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that is because I think on our first go-round, I, I think we had a lot of yellow caution flags and stuff where I think we had to slow mm-hmm. down. Uh, maybe that was it. I don't know. Maybe I just got better. But I don't know. It's possible. Ben won that. Ben Carruth yeah. of Street Pizza mm-hmm. Podcast, um, which I believe uh, is making a return soon. Uh, I'll have a link to his show in the show notes at tadbog.com. Um, he is uh, really good at driving He's a very good. Mm-hmm. Virtually and he wanted and in it. Real life. He was aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, he's like the cart king. Like Mario Kart or Go Kart, it doesn't matter. It's got. You know, yep. cart in the name. He's he's good at he's it. He's on it. Uh, yeah, because he cart, also won the Tadpog Mario Kart tournament. Yep, shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, what was your your personal highlight? I was thinking about this, and um, I, I kept going back to uh, playing X Men at Rec Bar as, as me too. The- as the most entertaining arcade cabinet I played at a arcade expo was the one that wasn't at the arcade expo. Same. Red Flying two thousand miles out to Louisville <laughs> and, and spending seventy bucks on a uh, weekend pass, and then going to a different place and pumping ten dollars into a, an arcade cabinet. X Men was we did- really fun because it was really fun, like putting a, like a twenty dollar bill into the token machine. Um, and then spilling it all out onto the control panel, uh, with the attitude of, I don't care how much money this takes, but we are going to beat this game (laughs) here today. That's right. Um, We didn't always have six players, um, all the time and it cost $74 in tokens, but we beat that shit. We did beat beat that that shit. shit. Legit. (laughs) My only complaint about it was no one could play as Cyclops. Because essentially it was a five-person X-Men arcade because Cyclops didn't work. Uh, Anytime you yeah. try to put money oh, in, I didn't, it wouldn't take oh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we, I just thought we didn't ever find a six. We just, oh, okay. No, we just did it on hard mode. We uh, did it without our leader. That's right. So, That's right. There's five of us. I know. We, we even had Dazzler as a handicap. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rec... rec um, Rec Bar was really cool, uh, and it was they. I know that they loaned out some games to the expo as well. Um, so I'd like to go back sometime. Honestly, I was talking to my boss today at work who likes racing, and like we started talking about like I explained my problems that I was having on the the, the course, the track, and uh, he was giving me tips, and it's like God damn it, I want to go back like mid year uh and run that course again and go back to rec bar and spend eighty dollars there. <laughs> rec bar was oh, also yeah. cool because I got a uh frosted flake chicken tender there, which is a chicken yeah. tender breaded with frosted flakes, which really was re- very good. Mm. It tasted kind of <laughs> like chicken and waffles to me. Okay. Which is good. That. Which, That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's amazing. And it, with the honey mustard was mm, right there. It was good. Nice. <clears throat> Set it off. 
<laughs> well, my my favorite moment is outside of the outside of the expo, like arcades. Which um, to give some background, because um, my wife Melissa, my wife, because right. um, <laughs> we met when we were twelve. She was like my girlfriend in middle school, and we we're best friends in high school. And there was kind of a will they, won't they? You know, we always cared for each other, but neither one of us did anything about it. Uh, we never went to a school dance together. And that's always never. been never, never once, never once. That's always uh, a regret of mine, particularly Sadie Hawkins, because that was the one I always really wanted to go to her with, like for her to ask me, and we get matching shirts. I don't know why it just always it just always was. It I was know just, why that was an important one because she was she had to ask you. She had to profess yep. her love for you. The the Ooh. only time we came close was she hadn't asked anybody, and a bunch of friends we all showed up at the same time, and she had on a flannel shirt, and she brought a flannel shirt with her, and she walked over to me and Cockmaster Ashley Shake, and she's like, "Well, who? Which one of you wants to go with me?" Of course, I'm still in my panic mode, like, oh, shit, okay, well, I can't, okay, well, I don't want to be mean to Shake, and I don't want to tip my, you know, too far to Melissa, and the split second that I thought, Shake just reached out and grabbed it, it was like, no, nope, all right, yep, we're going, put it on, and I was just like, motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> so, okay, technically, technically, she did ask you. Technically, you're right. Technically, she did. <laughs> Technically, she asked two people at the same time, and one of those persons was you. Uh-huh, yep. And, but again, it's just always something I, I just always regretted. So she planned way in advance something incredibly sweet and romantic. She talked to everybody. Uh, well, one, like, I was at the other end. I was at the Expo waiting for everybody. We had took our big group picture, and she said, I need to go to the bathroom, and she vanished, and I couldn't find her anywhere. So everybody left, and I just stood there waiting for her, like, where did she go? And she calls me, and it sounds like she's crying. She's like, oh my god, just come to the room right now, right now. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, just come, and hangs up. And I was like, oh shit, what happened? I was like, I hope her, is her mom, did Bella, she spell still home? What? I couldn't figure it out. Oh, so, you're trying to figure out who died. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh okay, shit. Okay, great, cool. <laughs> so, did it, or did our room get broken into? Like, right, what right. the fuck? So, in that, I mean, which was brilliant on her part, because yeah, yeah. that drew my attention. I walked right through the courtyard where everybody was and didn't notice a fucking thing. I you was didn't going, notice that we were all wearing matching clothing? Nope. Excellent. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It was also very dark in the courtyard, to be fair. <laughs> and, yeah, I went to the room, and when I opened it up, well, one, she did lock herself out of the room. Oh, um, so there was an actual problem. There, there was that a problem, but she built it up to distract me, uh-huh. because she... Didn't have a key on her, and she walked out of one door, leaving that latch on the other door. So they, she had to go to the front desk, and they got like this special tool that moves it out of the way for you to go on the door. Ah, the yeah. murder tool. The Excellent. Murder. I'm glad to so hear I that. So I know exists. something exists to <laughs> right? overcome that barrier. Right. Uh, excuse me, I've been locked out of my room. Could I borrow your murder tool? I mean, uh, <laughs> that screwdriver. <laughs> And so when we finally get in the room, she hands me a note folded up in a little paper football. And when I unwrap it, it's her asking me to go to Sadie Hawkins. She gives me a Ready, a Ready Player One shirt that she has on. Yes. She originally, last week, bought matching ducktail shirts, but forgot them here at home whenever she left. So when you say that she gave you the shirt that she had on, do you mean like she took it off and gave it took to it, you? Yeah. Because like... I that's a pretty smaller shirt. That's a pretty hot way to ask somebody to go to Sadie Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm topless and you're in a shirt. Yes, that's exactly how Sadie Hawkins right. works. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. It's also how I'd like sex to work, please. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> if I could wear some clothes and you not, that would be perfect. <laughs> that would be wonderful. <laughs> 
so then whenever she we went out to the courtyard, yeah, everybody there had on matching shirts and played nineties music and dance and it was super sweet and amazing. And cool. I can't express how much I love her for, for doing that. It was it was Aww. incredible. It was cool. It was very yeah. it was very sweet. And uh, I'm was. glad that I got to be a part of that too. Because yeah. I know uh, Shandra was very excited about it because Shandra had never been to like a school dance before. So when really? Melissa told her, like, let's do a City Hawkins dance, she was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's well, probably really... more. Oh, I'm sorry, Josh, go ahead. No, I'm just going to, I was, I was just going to say, I'm really glad to hear you say that, Tyler, because I, I know that she, she put a lot of thought into that and was, and wanted it to be special for you. And so to hear you say that it was, that's, no, it that's was, really was cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys dance to, um, I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men, which I thought was entirely appropriate. <laughs> it's a good choice. I feel like it's a good choice. She was also my very first slow dance ever in the sixth grade. Oh, so you had middle school dance, but just not high school dance. Right. I got well, you. What did you say? It was like a, a kid had a party at, a, at the uh, Calvert City Civic Center I with a you. DJ. Not a school played. dance. Not, not an a official school dance. school dance. No, no, no. Not something where you ask it to get a date to. I got you. Counts in your heart, but not on paper. Yeah. I mean, I'd slow dance with her several times. We'd never like, ask each other and went to a dance. I got you. Yeah. There was probably, um, would you say, more or less drinking at the Sadie Hawkins, what we held at Louisville Arcade Expo, as opposed to like a high school Sadie Hawkins dance? Uh, it's pretty close. Pretty close. I drank a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, I drank a whole lot. Yeah, this is the most I've ever drank during the, the, the weekend from the, of the expo. Uh, I got to try the Malort. Mal- oh, Malort. Oh, man. Oh, Malort man. that the MacTac guys brought for us to try. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um so that was awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. it tastes. They're like, very nice, though. They are very nice. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it's awful by design. I mean, they they knew what they were. They were they were upfront about that. And I knew that going in too. Um, I was just trying to like. I literally went into. So Malort is this Malort. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> Malort. I is, thought they were mispronouncing Merlot. <laughs> I got some lard for you. Let's Mike and Kyle talk about cops. Yes, uh, plug them. They do a great show. Yeah, they do an amazing show. I'll have a link to their podcast in the show notes as well. Uh, but this Malort is a drink that is an alcohol. It's an alcoholic beverage that is local to the Chicago area, and from the way they described it, is so bad that it cannot leave the area. Um, it's difficult <laughs> to find sense. anywhere else. That makes sense. It does make sense. That is like, honestly, that is capitalism at work, I feel like. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nailed the local market. These guys don't have any taste buds. Right. They'll drink it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it is, uh, it kind of tasted like industrial cleaner. I imagine how industrial cleaner would taste. Bleach and cigarette butts and yes. fish sauce. And, oh, man. And by that, I mean I actually tasted it in my throat before I tasted it in my mouth, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like how when I eat spicy food, like really spicy food, and it like catches in my throat before I like the spice even hits mm-hmm. my tongue. That's what it felt like. And then the burn had a weird flavor to it as well because mm-hmm. it yeah. burned. But that burn wasn't just like a regular alcohol burn. It was like infused with um, – Evil. Evil. Yeah. yeah. You feel like that is a good way to put I, it. I, I would describe it as stomach acid. Um, <laughs> it was basically bile. 
is there a chance that he just is there a chance that he just switched it with a bottle of pledge and didn't tell anybody (laughs) i think pledge is like a really good these fuckers won't know let's get to drink our piss and with some pledge mix in a little bit of gasoline we'll drink it too but before we do we'll take the antidote (laughs) (laughs) we'll cover our mouths with candle wax so it doesn't actually (laughs) you don't know this but actually hidden inside my mouth is a condom. So I'm not gonna swallow it at all. I've watched I've sewn I've surgically sewn a condom into my esophagus so that when I drink this, it doesn't reach my stomach. And on my tongue. So Yeah, I've actually yes. I've put a condom on my tongue. Uh, we got a dental dam. That's what a dental dam is, right? A sure. tongue condom. I don't really I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I've seen two yeah, of my it, two of my well, two people I know make out through one. Really? Yeah. Two guys. I guess they thought, "Oh, this isn't this isn't weird at all." Let's let's. Uh, they look not gay. It was we had diddle dam. Let's experiment, but not really. <laughs> let's experiment with social plausibility. Is <laughs> that <laughs> so like like when you hold your hand over somebody else's mouth and they hold it over yours? You mm, like right yep. tongue kissing? Yeah, right. Only if your hands were. A layer of saran wrap. <laughs> it had latex gloves on. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, I kissed a guy once, but I didn't really like it much. So I guess that means I don't. That means I'm not gay. Uh, excuse me, you yeah. did do that through a dental dam. <laughs> that does not count. I mean, I I stuck my dick in a guy's ass once, but I had I had some latex around it, so it didn't actually touch. Yeah. Uh, what's the call on that one? Nope, just in, not gay. Did the, did the condom break? <laughs> oh, yep, yep, sorry, gay. Oh, sorry, you're gay. <laughs> you can't get pregnant, but you can't get gay. That is how it works. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys, uh, Josh, Phil, you guys had the Mylort as well? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've, I've pulled up the Wikipedia page nice. for it. Apparently nice. it is a, a Swedish concoction. Do you hear that, um, Phil? Do you hear that, it's Phil? Swedish? Oh, right. <laughs> What's that, what, what is that sound? <laughs> Is it the uh, the sound of like a uh, two rooms full of people gagging? Yeah, in a that's segment it. that I we like to read. It. Bill reads from it Wikipedia. Sounds like a train when you're far away. <laughs> so Yepsen's Malert uh, is a liquor, a brand of Bosque produced by the Carl Jepsen Yepsen Company now, in Chicago. That Bosque is a bounty hunter from Star Wars, right? Right, <laughs> right. That's correct. All right, excellent. Just want to make sure we're all on the same page here. <laughs> Bosque is Swedish for bitter, so this is aptly named. Yeah. Um, it's Swedish it for is. no. <laughs> <laughs> and Malort is Swedish for horse shit. <laughs> oh, man. Um be- oh, before I forget, I did want to point out that we had. Sorry, I changed the subject real quick. But no, please. We had multiple members represent in the costume contest. Yeah, three people from Tadpog Nation win judges' choice, which is awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah, you were in that costume contest, Phil. I did not win. Um, Drunk Santa was apparently <laughs> um, not as well accepted as uh, Fuzzy Peach. Um, Kyle from Experience Grind, and then Andrew Drem- Dembski and Shane Davis dressed up as a, uh, a Hyrule Minstrel show, which was really popular for some reason. Yeah, the cost- their costumes good. are really good. <laughs> yeah, Link and Dark Link, I think. Yes, I enjoyed tasting Shane Davis's shame. Whatever we were all <laughs> sitting in the courtyard or right outside the pool, the little deck area. 
Because we were trying Taste. to take we were trying to take care of Ryan from Experience Grind as he was a podcast incredible that's a, that you should also listen to. That'll be in the show notes a, as well. Yeah, and that's a, that's another story we'll probably have to tell at some point. And I'm not sure if if Shane had been drinking or he was just nervous, but he sat down and he was talking to us. He looks over at Melissa and he's just like, "So are you Meg?" And she just kind of paused <laughs> oh. for a second. <laughs> Oh boy! And I'm like, man, have you listened oh, in like two boy. years? And then he just like, then I think he realized what he'd said, and he just put his hands and his hands in his face. And she, oh. she hugs like it's okay, it's all right, that's fine. Oh. I'm Melissa. <laughs> they both start with M. That's tough. It is tough. Um, <laughs> Bubba Drewski, who game with with Bubba Shane, uh, he I made an offhanded joke really when I was playing Cuphead on Twitch uh, about how much I liked King Dice's <gasps> uh, character yes. design. Yes. King Dice yes. is essentially like one of the last bosses in the game, and he runs this casino, and he's a dude with a giant. D6, I refuse to say anything else, uh-huh. D6 for a head, uh, wearing like a purple suit. And I made a joke about, oh, King Dice, I like this character design a lot. Like, he would make an awesome costume. Like, doing a King Dice cosplay for like Dragon Con or something like that would be amazing. Uh, and Bubba Drewski said, oh, I'll make that for you. And I said, okay, thinking that that would never ever happen in a million fucking years. Uh, and he came to the Arcade Expo <laughs> with an awesome fucking King Dice uh, it was mask. Great. That yeah, it was amazing that he brought. It was like, oh, I got something for you here, and it was just like, what the fuck? This is awesome <laughs> as shit. It was so yeah. cool. It was so cool. And as soon as you put it on, um, and like looked at everybody, I mean, like the reaction. I I wish we could have. I would have been like getting pictures or video of the reaction because everybody was just like, oh, that's so fucking cool. It was um, really, really cool. It was cool. so awesome. The Joker face on it was perfect. Like, it was, oh, man. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. set up so I can so like, see good. through the eye holes and everything. It's It was uh-huh. very, very well done. So uh, I know I thanked you already, but I'd like to thank you publicly, uh, Bubba Drewski. Thank you so much for bringing that. It really, like, it was amazing. I, I brought it back to the room because I didn't want to get damaged, and I think Nikki was in there, and she was like, what is that? And I explained it to her, and I put it on, and she's like, that's really fucking cool yeah yeah uh, when i run to the bathroom i looked up and saw the head of king dice <laughs> in the closet <laughs> next yeah. step you need to get yourself a uh, purple butler's outfit now and complete it i know i do and uh i'll i'll wear it to dragon con i think that'd be really fucking fun <laughs> it would be. i think it'd be really fucking fun it'd be hot as shit uh-huh. but it would be yeah fun. I need a purple we butler suit. We can mount suit. some fans in there. It'll be fine. Yeah, right. An inflatable, <laughs> get like an inflatable costume. <laughs> I just actually take one of the di- the inflatable T-Rex costumes and spray paint it purple. <laughs> Those are actually probably really hot as well. Eh, you brave it. I was able to do it for a little bit with uh, the lounge wizard and the Santa Claus costumes. They were hot for, for sure. But um, um, I will warn you. Um, I got my first like full cosplay experience of someone feeling that um, they can fuck with you because you're wearing a costume. Oh, really? I got, pan- I got pants what? while I was uh, watching what? watching the Fire Mario Challenge. So someone came up from behind me and just tugged those fucking Santa pants down, and no. I, around, I, had, I couldn't. I don't know who it was. So um, please tell me. If you got you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if you're Commando. listening, if you're Amanda. listening, that, that is assault, and uh, thank yeah. you for tuning, tuning in to Tadpog. Yeah. <laughs> Were you wearing anything underneath? I gotta hope you weren't. Yeah, I had I had long, like, ski leggings on underneath, so it wasn't, like, and I was 
pretty drunk, so right. I didn't care that much. Well, now it sounds but, comical. But yeah, it does. But I mean, like, some more rapey, Phil, please. Come on. <laughs> I forgot about your lounge a- wizard cosplay. Phil had some good looks mm-hmm. uh, going on uh, the whole weekend. There was, yeah, the, the lounge wizard, the like drunken Zen master Phil. That um, thing, that thing yeah. is choice. Um, yeah, it's a good, it's good. It's, you had um, your hair. For, for those, for those who weren't there, it's a, uh, it's a poncho. It's kind of a brown plaid poncho that my mom, uh, my mom Mama. Uh, <laughs> made made for me out of an old Scooby-Doo shirt um, and then uh, had a belt that goes with it. So um, combination of the two looks very like wizard robish. And um, then I had this this uh, leather pouch from a um, Renaissance fair that fit perfectly with it and just used that as, as kind of my purse to carry shit around in all weekend. So. Um, it was just the pinnacle of comfort. I had some slippers on underneath with um, hard leather soles so I could go out in public um, uh, and okay. uh, be fine there. And yeah, it's just um, I was on, on cloud nine all weekend wearing that thing. I remember seeing the slippers and thinking, how is he walking around in the things? So the the, the soul. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you also, you were Tadbox Santa uh, or Drunk Santa or Bad Santa. There were a lot of names for <laughs> Santa. But you also came bearing gifts because you had your pouch and it wasn't empty. It, it wasn't a prop. You uh, you started handing out uh, uh, little bottles of liquor to everybody that was there, too, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah, I cleared out the, the bottom shelf of the, uh, the dollar uh, liquor bottles. So I hope everyone enjoyed their glazed donut uh, vodka <laughs> and whatever <laughs> other disgusting flavors I was able to pick up. Mine's in my Mine fridge. was good. <laughs> I that think Nikki was like, would you like bourbon. me to throw that away for you? <laughs> <laughs> I saw a few of them sitting out the next morning. So, um, but you know, if it's an 80% like drink rate, I think that's probably fine. I'll, I'll live with agree. that. Agree. Agree. I did agree. not drink totally mine uh, because <laughs> I believe you gave it to me the morning of Jaeger lunch. Uh, <laughs> oh man. I was very surprised that um, Jaeger lunch continued this year <laughs> with Sean of Nerdy Thursday. Uh, so that yeah. was really cool because we thought he was not going to be able to come because of uh, a flight being canceled due to bad weather. Uh, but yeah, lo and behold, Sean shows up on, I think it was Saturday morning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Days right. kind of blur together. Um, Correct. At the Expo. Uh, Micah but, picked him up as a surprise to everyone. And it's like the like the the stone cold steve austin like shattering glass sound and sean comes in is like oh my god it's fucking sean (laughs) nerdy thursday is another podcast which i'll have a link in the show notes so you should listen to that one too for sure uh i was i heard a knock on my door that led into the courtyard micah did a wonderful job and got us most of us rooms um leading into a courtyard not me do you know the story why? <laughs> because my room got eaten by a dog. Yeah, <laughs> mine too initially. Here's here's the little story you don't know about yet. Um, so we go to check in uh, on Thursday, and I'm like, all right. They give us our rooms, and it's like, okay, cool. And I walk to the room. Nikki and I walk to the room, and it's like, where is everybody? I don't know. That's weird. We're right next to the pool. 
And it's like I start unloading. I unload everything. And I brought an extra TV uh, to set up uh, the RetroPie that Chris Vaughn made mm-hmm. for me. Uh, I brought the Switch and set it up to the regular TV in the hotel. Got all We brought board games and card games, which we didn't fucking play. Mm-hmm. But got all those out, put into drawers and everything, unpacked fully. And then Micah comes to the room. He's like, why are you guys here? I was like, what do you mean? Why are we here? This is our room. This is the key they gave me. And they gave us a map and everything. Uh, and he's like, you're supposed to be in the courtyard. What the fuck's up with that? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, let's go to the front. So we go to the front and they inform us that there uh, there was an incident involving a dog, which they <laughs> refused to give details on. And I feel like I pressed a little bit because like the dog die or something. What They would not... Their stock... Is it still in there? I'll just move it. Yeah, I'll just move it. (laughs) What they kept saying was there was an incident with a dog in the room and we have to ionize the air in the room. So I guess probably a dog just shit everywhere. (laughs) And I kind of wanted to say that's fine, but also at the same time, I didn't want to be gross. Uh, So (laughs) so I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then Micah and I stood at the desk and for like 30 minutes tried to work out where they could put us, like if there were any available rooms. And I was like, ah, well, it's no big deal. And then I was like, oh, yeah. At this point, we didn't know if our friend Brandon of Axelay fame Mm -hmm. was going to be there or not. So I was like, fucking switch me with Brandon. Uh, Does he have a room still? And I was like, yeah, he does. Uh, And he's like, I was like, all right, let's switch it out. And then I found out that not only my room was messed up, your room was messed up. And so I was like, oh, wait, are you, do you mean to tell me that my room's directly next to Tyler's? And uh, she was like, yes. I was like, definitely move me the fuck out of that room because he is going to be fucking all the yep, time. Yep. I don't want to hear it, but Brandon might. Fine. <laughs> Brandon might, and he did. <laughs> What the hell kind of incident with a dog shuts down two rooms? Two dogs, or that a dog went to two different rooms? <laughs> it like- shut down two fucking rooms, and they weren't connected. So it's a hell of a dog. It's a hell of a dog. Yeah, I know. Uh, the only thing I could think about is the dog got in a fight in one of the rooms and killed a dog there. And then on the way back to his room, died. Yeah. <laughs> that, that checks out. I mean, one of the things I was grateful for about this, uh, about this weekend was the inability of hotel staff uh, to rein in drunk middle-aged adults oh, playing video games us. until 4 a.m. So, so, so like the fact that they, the, yeah, the, this, this dog incident could happen. Yeah. Totally checks out. Makes I, sense. I love that you mentioned their inability to stop us because another yes. favorite moment of mine was in the, being in the courtyard that we all share, most of us shared, um, f- at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. And looking up on the second floor and seeing yep. like so many lights lit up with dudes on telephones staring yep. down at us. And it was like, yeah. man, this is like yeah. fucking like, this is like a, we got to fight for our right to party here. Uh, it yeah, was totally. And, and we would have won. We would have, <laughs> we did win. Uh- <laughs> yeah, nothing was, well. I did get a noise was, complaint um, on the, one Yes, night. but that took that took the cops and the fire department. Yeah, it, police it and the fire showed staff. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like you know, somebody we were chatting about in the courtyard. We started waving at all the people in the in the in the rooms. And and one of the things I learned later, I think, like Saturday afternoon, I was, you know, what? Some of them actually just want to come hang out with us. Yeah. And they're just like, "What's going on down there?" But they were afraid to do it. So we started inviting people down. I wish I had done more of that from the beginning. Um, <laughs> just like inviting random people to come, come do that. Cause I think that's what some of them were, but definitely a few of them. And I'm thinking specifically the people right above your room, Dave, 
Um, oh yeah, they were mad. Were not. They were not happy. Oh, they were. And mad. I remember. I remember. I remember this guy, and I was like, "Yeah, he looks about my age. He also looks like he has kids because he's mad. He's like mad, mad." And I think he was like here to have a good time with his family, but then we were there. Yeah, so yeah. sorry, <laughs> sorry, guy. So he was looking out the window, like I'm just going to stare back. I don't really know what to do. Um, and then he picked up the phone, and I was like, "All right, I'm out." I don't yeah. want him to describe me to anybody. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I, well, I don't know what he what do you expect? What do you, what do you expect? Right? I don't know. Well, well and the hotel I, really did not. Honestly, I don't really feel. They like did they not care. I, I have never like, been in a hotel where people cared less about what happened to their own hotel. We had so I've many rooms <laughs> that if they kicked us out, like they were, yep. I'm not going to pay for a room. I'm not going to stay in. So it's like, yep. I mean. Exactly. They so it became like I can't kick out I kick out thirty people in twelve rooms, fifteen <laughs> rooms. So sorry, dude, you're gonna have to find a different room or a different hotel. Uh, that's just what happened. So yeah, we're gonna build such a, such a giant shitty hotel. <laughs> it's a dump. Yeah, it's Phil. You summed it up perfectly. Uh, what you said. Yeah, it's a dump. Like that is the that is the best way to put. Sorry, owners of that hotel, but you run a dump. Um, some yeah. of the guys we were hanging out with uh, in the courtyard, uh, like uh, it was someone's birthday, and he was telling me that like he's from Louisville, and he was telling me that like that hotel we were staying at used to be like they used to have like performers there, and he said it was like really nice at one point. It is not anymore. Wow. They hmm. did have one courtyard that had like a, a sculpture of like a like a bronze yeah, horse like a fountain and shit in it. Yeah. And that yeah. was nice. and nobody was there. And nobody was there. <laughs> right. I didn't feel like I belonged there. Because <laughs> I was like, this is too nice. I'm gonna go back to the shitty courtyard where we had <laughs> where Jaeger I lunch. Right. Jaeger I, lunch. I, I treated that room like Adventures of Zelda. Like I was like, okay, I'm in now I I go one door north. And then, then, and then I go through the pool area. And I certainly I bombed this my wall. way around that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jaeger lunch was the second, my second favorite thing of uh, seeing Sean surprising us. And I, cause I heard a knock on the door. I open the door. The first thing I see is Sean from Nerdy Thursday. The second thing I see sitting in front of the the middle, the center of the courtyard is the biggest goddamn bottle of Jägermeister I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> uh, and I knew that Jäger lunch was on. Here's a little here's a little secret. I was going to do Jäger lunch anyway cuz I wanted to continue the tradition, but I had bought so I bought a smaller bottle of Jäger lunch and uh I'm sorry, Jägermeister for Jäger lunch. <laughs> uh we killed both of those bottles in probably a little over an hour's time. Did you just pass the bottles around? Uh, yeah. yeah, we passed the bottles around. Like I know like Bailey from Hobson Heroes yeah. was she was drinking straight from the bottle. I know like Stephen Michael from Facebook. Uh, I know that he was. Uh, we. It was a mix. I was a big. I was a big puss puss, and I definitely mixed it with Red Bull and a plastic cup. I think you were a smart smart instead of a puss. I mean, because we also did. We passed around that bottle of Andre until we killed it. Oh, so we did. We the, did drink that, didn't yeah, we? After the fact, I was like, man, if one of us has a cold sore, we all have cold oh, sores. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> we all have herpes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was, I mean, it was... For the Hepatitis A crew, welcome to Sadbog. <laughs> yeah, this is no longer Tadbog prom. This is Hepatitis prom. <laughs> hepatitis the prom. Uh, yeah, it was really, it was really hepatitis cool. T. <laughs> hepatitis T. <laughs> yeah, I woke up to a Jaeger lunch being chanted in the courtyard, I think. I don't know what day that was. I think it was Saturday. 
Um, you, that was after two consecutive like 4 a.m. nights. Oh yeah, and uh, eerily reminiscent of the suck it dry um, video from the first year, um, both of which <laughs> led by Dave chanting. So I, <laughs> <laughs> suck it dry, suck it dry. <laughs> Jaeger launch. That um, Jaeger bottle was insane, though. It looked like one of those Costco-sized um, um, uh, olive oil containers, like mm-hmm. like a, a half gallon worth. And um, it was an yeah, industrial bottle. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It does have like a a handle on it, though. So I feel like it's being used for its in, in intended use. Yeah, right. And it was nice and cold. Well, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Well, and the next step up was like a five-gallon bucket of Jaeger. So, <laughs> yeah, was, I know. And there, there are videos on Tadpog Nation of, of people at Jaeger launch. If uh, if you want to go see them, yeah, we yeah. do have a Facebook group called Tadpog Nation. Search it up on Facebook, and you can see Jaeger launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I make a hot take here? I mean, please. I think I think the Louisville Arcade Expo is the worst part about Tadpog Prom. I think everything <laughs> else. <laughs> I, I agree. That is a hot take. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like the expo because very much. Thank you. The expo's gr- the expo's good, but I don't spend any time playing games there. Like <laughs> I wander around a little bit. I play some, but most of them are one and two player mm-hmm. setups, and I find myself wanting to do like like the X Men arcade where you can get five or six people on there or um I forgot the the NHL game that was essentially I wish an NBA that. jam with NHL yeah. that I played with Ice with, Fight. Uh, Ice Fight. Yeah and that thing yeah. was great. But like just rolling up on an on an arcade cabinet and playing it, like I'll I'll do it for like five minutes and be like, oh, okay, move Same. on to the next one. They had I'm a so, really I'm cool I'm so glad room. you said that. Yeah. Uh they had a really cool room called the history room. I don't know if you guys spent any time in there, but they had a whole bunch of um, older consoles that I had never heard of, which I thought was really cool. It was kind of like a relaxed room. Uh, it was well lit, unlike the rest of the the expo floor. Um, and they had like a whole bunch of history pieces where it's like they had the um, they had like a Dreamcast set up. They had a Virtual Boy, which I thought was oh, amazing because nice. I had never used a Virtual Boy before. Oh. So it was nice to be able to sit down and just put get it on. a migraine. It was okay. So about the Virtual Boy, I played Mario Tennis on the Virtual Boy, uh, and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I actually pulled my, like, I played a full game uh, and popped my head out, and yes, it, the first thing I noticed was like, wow, reality hurts my eyes now. <laughs> adjusting, and then the second thing was like, I wonder how much I can buy one of these for on eBay because. I think if I were to do any game collecting seriously, it would probably be Virtual Boy mm. because I feel like there are not many games for it. I could, could complete that collection pretty yeah, quickly. there aren't. And, Tyler um, Dunnigan has one. Th- oh, yeah, I forgot mm-hmm. that Tyler Dunnigan got one. Yep. I'm jealous. I wonder if you'd sell it. Probably. <laughs> we'll settle this off the off the mic. We'll, we'll steal it. It's whatever. He yeah, will, let's it, steal it. We'll press charge. We'll it throw a brick it's through fun. his window <laughs> in the middle of the night, scare the shit out of him, steal his Virtual Boy. <laughs> Uh, but I thought that room was really cool. I liked the expo. It is, in my opinion, um, a little too pinball-y for me. I would like to see more arcade games on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I know pinball is like a big thing, and it's like a big part of it. And I know Chris Edler's really we're yeah, suck it, suck it, Edler. He is not my friend anymore. <laughs> he has written me off. Uh, but I do wish there were more arcade games because I felt like almost every cabinet I had to wait in line for, 
even on the last day. Uh, I got to play on uh, the Donkey Kong machine that um, Billy Mitchell set one of the records on. Allegedly. Wow. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, but, the, but the marquee was signed by him. Um, and I, I played on that. And then right next to that was the uh, first Donkey Kong machine that had a kill screen on it. Mm. Uh, and it was dated and signed as well. Uh, so I thought that was really neat that they had like history pieces there as well as, you know, um, regular versions like Joust and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, also, um, I did really good. I played one game of Galaga. Um, and it turns out I'm a lot better at Galaga when I'm not like reading chat on Twitch and also trying to be mildly (laughs) entertaining at all. Shut the front door. Um, I played one game and Phil, I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I even like touched one of your scores, but I got 105 K, which is like a really good first run for me. Uh, yeah, it's nice. And then I kind of like threw my hands up and I was like, George Costanza style, like I'm done. I'm not going to start a second game and and die in like 20 K or something like that. <laughs> there was no Galaga tournament, was there? Did I miss that? Or they had one last year. Phil, you you played in a lot of the tournaments, didn't you? I played in the Powerpad Olympics. Um, I placed fourth in there. Um, we had five peop- five of the eight competitors in Powerpad Olympics were from the nation, and we finished four through eight. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's glorious. Um, I love I, that. And then we had the Fire Mario Challenge, which I think Micah got fourth this year, and I got sixth. So we got shut out of that. But um, I didn't do any of the the competitions on Sunday because I was traveling, and um, I didn't know what they were going to do. I think they were they were mystery competitions this year. Mm. So um, yeah, I just I I passed on those. I could so. have found out what the mystery competition was. But what happened to me on the last day on Sunday, I spent so long in the history room with my cousin David um, and Akemi and Nikki uh, mm-hmm. that eventually someone came in the room and they're like, we're closed. <laughs> and I was like, what? what? What do you mean you're closed? Get out. Like, we're closed. Uh, finish, up, finish up your game. Finish up your NBA Jam 2K17. Uh, which was there, which was amazing. I don't, I don't know basketball, but it was just cool that there's an NBA cart that gets an NBA Jam cart that gets issued out like every year with like updated mm-hmm. rosters and shit like mm-hmm. that. That was really cool. And cousin Dave and I were playing that, and then yeah, uh, someone walked in. and was like, oh, technically we're closed. Finish up your don't know. Finish up your game and then get the fuck out. Uh, and it, so we did that. It was so weird because it was like it's like when you're at a bar when they turn the lights on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever experienced yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Because we walked out on the, the lights. Yeah, yeah. We, we walked out on the expo floor and like all the lights were on and like people were like wheeling machines out of the building. Like they were going quick and it was just like, oh wow, this is, this is just like a conference it's, room. It's I over. didn't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was mm-hmm. a sobering moment because it's like, oh fuck, I have to go to work in a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There were also, um, I know you mentioned the tournaments that were on the arcade or the expo floor, Phil, but there was also uh, the Experience Grind guys. They hosted um, an ice hockey NES tournament, NES mm-hmm. ice hockey tournament in their room. Oh, man. Which, Josh, you did very well. Uh, un, un, I did not expect to. Um, that was a total surprise to me and I think everyone else in the and Kyle, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and rightfully so. I, I hadn't played an, an old game like that. I used to play them a lot. 
and I and Drew Roland gave me. I was like, Drew, I don't want to feel stupid. Like I know it's a Nintendo Lose controller. So like, yeah, tell me, <laughs> tell me, tell me what the two buttons do. I like uh, maybe it'll come back to me. And he gave me this really great like pep talk, and he was like, No, you can do it. And he told me what the buttons do, and gave me all these tips like with shooting and and all that, and how the goalies and the people move. Um, so that was that was one of my highlights was that game against uh, Kyle um, because I was like and Kyle even shook my hand and was like thank you for helping fill out the the uh, playoff roster like <laughs> like like we both acknowledged that there was no way I was going to win that game. Um, I lost. I lost. Drew's pretty great bad. teaching. Um, yeah. I lost the mic. It was close. It worked out. And so we, we went to like triple overtime and there was a shootout and then they pulled the goalie. So it was like three overtimes. And so I ended up winning that game. And that was like one of the highlights of the weekend for me. Um, nice. Just to just to not embarrass myself in front, in front of everybody else. It was a cool uh, event. It was really cool. I'd kind of really cool. it kind of yeah. got me in the mood to maybe bring an NES next year and do a different tournament as well. I think it'd be really cool if we wound up with more tournaments in the hotel rooms than there are on the expo floor. I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, One of my questions for you guys was how did you spend your time? I think we've kind of um, over the course of the the conversation, but like I loved all that stuff and getting people into the rooms and like the the karaoke and rock band stuff, Um, you know, and, and even leading up to the Fire Mario tournament, you know, just watching people practice for it and watching Phil and Micah make make some really good runs. It was just like whatever they do in the tournament, you know, and the you know the Louisville tournament, I knew that they they were good at it. It they had a good run, they had a good shot at doing it. So. You know, we had a crew there that there were there were some really great gamers, um, so I, I would be all for more of those games. And I yeah. drunk watched the latest episode of Dragon Ball Super with Ben Caruth. Oh, nice! <laughs> He's a huge <laughs> fan <laughs> of Dragon He's Ball. He's on his phone. We laid in bed drunk and watched <laughs> Dragon Ball. What the fuck is Goku doing? Is he fucking Master Ultra Instinct, motherfucker? <laughs> I lost in the. Um, I feel like we need to talk about this a little bit. I've, it's probably going to be spotlighted, I imagine, in the ex- experience grinds uh, retelling of the expo. But in the NES ice hockey tournament, I lost to Micah, and I completely blame Ryan of Experience Grind because in the middle of our game, he burst into the room, the drunkest I've seen a human. Yeah, do you know who did embarrass themselves this weekend? Oh, Ryan. Oh, it's Ryan. Oh, Ryan. For, yeah, for sure. Uh, he uh, burst into the room, laid down on the bed, which I was sitting on to play, and then kicked me twice in the back and shoulders. <laughs> and it was like, and I turned around, like, and then I realized I was like, oh, he is super drunk and doesn't even realize that he kicked me. <laughs> Melissa went with him, and they were playing a game of uh, drinking Uno with some strangers. Mm. And they had these very punishing rules for if you get like a reversal played on you or anything like that. So Melissa ended up having to take like one shot of vodka. I didn't realize that Melissa was playing mm-hmm. with him. She, okay. played, she played with him for a while. Ryan took like 10. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> In That's very, a lot. very quick succession. I've been there. And that dude is skinny. Yeah. <laughs> he is not built for yeah. it. So they, It's hard to be built for 10 shots. Yeah. In a row. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, saw, I watched like Kevin Link do it. He's life. a big dude. And he threw up everywhere. <laughs> and... S- just drunkenly set, laid in a bathtub and sang Swing Low Sweet Chariot because he thought he was seeing death. So, like, Melissa was like, he's been gone for a while. Should I go check on him? Just that time we saw those all those people bringing him back. 
worried about him. Like, we don't think he could have made it here by himself. He's broken. And like, eventually, because fix him. Ryan's wife Laura had to come come back and try to like peel him off of them because he kept talking to them and going yeah. back. But they were they were clearly trying to like, here you go, drunk person, bye bye. Uh-huh. And he just nope. <laughs> I feel for him because that is where I was pretty much last year instead of being like nice and trying to reintroduce myself um, like Ryan did. I did try to break down the bathroom stall uh, door while some guy was taking a shit in there. So Quote I, unquote, you attacked that door like a walker. That's yeah. what you said. I did. I, did. I, attacked that, I attacked that door like a walker. And I will... I'll, I'll remember that. I'll carry that with me for a while. I'm probably going to drink with caution, like a little more caution than I have in the past because I have never like no, been like... No, 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 no. you say no? Just, you, you, well, no, it's scary don't do it. Not, it's at like, Louisville, not at Louisville. Maybe maybe, maybe generally speaking. I got you. <laughs> well, my sister is getting married in a couple of weeks and I'm going to get lit at her reception. Like it's going to be... It is. I was talking to some people at work about it the other day, and I was like, "Man, I cannot wait to embarrass my family." Nikki, Nick, Nikki can stay home. I want to be your plus one. Yeah, and I want to see that drunk, super drunk Dave talk with his dad. Yeah, that's yeah. You don't want no. Yeah, actually, you do want front row seats for Dave uh, telling his family what he thinks. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna learn to play uh, "It's My Life" by Bon Jovi on, on guitar. <laughs> and, 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 and when the second you step up to him, I'm gonna pull it out. Meow, meow, meow. Honestly, I hope he drinks a lot too. It's a great uh, pull. It could be a disaster. It could be a disaster. Yeah, it might be a disaster. I'll have updates on a uh, uh, forthcoming Tadpog episode. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do, uh, I want to talk about, make sure to add a note of it to talk about it. Paul Pick. Yes. Paul Pick has long gone without a title. I know, he has. Oh. He came bearing mis- gifts as mystery well. Pig, Mr. Pig? Mr. Pig. Mr. Pig. He brought um, a carton full of legit OG Coke Zero before they changed the formula to uh, Coke Zero Sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were good. Uh, Tyler, you gave me some which were bad. I do not know oh, what the difference they? is because I cracked <laughs> one open. I was like, I was like, I brought them home and it was and because you gave them to me as yeah. like a Christmas present. Uh, and I cracked one open when I brought them home. I was like, look at this. I showed Nikki. I was like, Tyler, fucking save some fucking old Coke Zero for me. How fucking <laughs> awesome is that? Truly, honestly, a, a wonderful gesture and a, and a fantastic mm. gift. Thank you for that. That was that was amazing. Mm. I cracked it open in front of her, and I took a drink, and it was just like it tasted like metal. It just tasted uh, like I was drinking like yikes the liquid metal Terminator. I shouldn't have kept them <laughs> on my roof then for six months, I guess. <laughs> and I don't know if it wasn't because I was not following the implicit instructions on the box to drink it ice cold because I did drink it room temperature. Uh, uh, I maybe. think that might have had something to do with it. But it's yes. a little different, yeah. But Paul showed up with um, with a, a carton of Coke Zero, and it's awesome mm. to have that. But we uh, we went to Twig and Leaf, and we we briefly talked about Which is his a diner. title. Yep. And I chose that diner because that is where uh, Captain Gunner John Turley mm-hmm. worked uh, when he lived in Louisville. I was hoping that he would be there with us, uh, but I don't think that. Yeah, I, I if he was, he made him. it before I did. 
Because I, because I also I told Micah the same thing. I was like, that'd probably be a good place for all of us to like have brunch or you know, some before before we all head out. Did you also forget how small it was? Yeah, because I sure as fuck did. I, I did. <laughs> and whenever we walked in, Melissa turned like, "Who the fuck's idea was this? God, this it was mine. I went, it was mine. I went. It was mine. I said, well, it was mine." And she just like paused. I was like, "Thanks, though." Like, okay, well now I feel like shit. Thank you. <laughs> So with it, we think, both decided. We both told Micah we can leave. Yeah, <laughs> which was very well, good. I, yeah, the food there's small. amazing and cheap. If yep. you're if yes. you're in Louisville, yes. uh, definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a um, cheeseburger, and uh, however, that looked like um, Stephen Michael had. Uh, man, those eggs look good because he had breakfast food. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got eggs that looked amazing. I wish I could cook eggs like. I that. like your cousin David. Uh, we were sitting by him at the bar, and he just when the guy came to get his order. What's the biggest thing you have? I know. I asked him what he got. <laughs> I'll take that and some potatoes. <laughs> David. <laughs> Which turned out to be, I asked him, I was like, what was the biggest thing they had? And he said, well, it was kind of hamburger nachos. I was yeah. like, what do you mean it was hamburger nachos? He's like, well, it was four buns, four bottom buns laid out on a plate. And then it was everything you'd find in a hamburger, but in nacho form. <laughs> Uh, how was it? It was pretty good. It was a lot. I'll take the biggest thing you have stuffed with the second biggest thing you have. <laughs> and it was also Phil's birthday. Happy it was. birthday, Phil. Happy yeah. birthday, Phil. Someday. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't wish you happy birthday on Facebook because I did it in person and that counts more. That's that's okay. <laughs> Do, does it count more these days though? It does. It oh, does. Yeah, it, it does. Counts. Of course it does. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't have been able to do it had you not spent a bunch of money on plane tickets. So <laughs> thanks for coming out. It was worth it for the free cake. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I told that guy, I was like, that, so they got in there with the glasses. Would you give It's his birthday. Would you uh, give him a piece, a piece of whatever cake you think is the best? He's like, all right, you may make a big deal about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And right at that time, Phil, you just happened to get up and walk out of the restaurant. <laughs> I, I saw Phil leave, and I was like, oh, is Phil leaving? I wanted to say goodbye to him. Phil, what were you doing out there? Uh, it was a small restaurant, and I didn't want to take up room at the counter after I was done eating. Oh, so that's very considerate. I figured I'd go outside. Farting then. I got it. <laughs> Check. And yeah. the, the server got, got bored. He was too busy, so he was like, I'm gonna, here's the cake. <laughs> Just sat it down. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, where'd you get my cake? Get this cake about you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I Phil was that the piece of was that the slice of cake that you were eating at at the counter? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because in, from my perspective, I was talking with uh, Zeus Laser, um, also known as Yuri. That's his real name or his first name. Um, I called him Zeus the entire time because that is yeah. the too. best me fucking too. name. Yep. Yep. That's a great name. I don't know if 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 you go by that name, I would not go by any other. Just insist upon it. It doesn't that. get much better than that. It's like Max Power. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's just, it just is. But I was talking with him, and so Phil gets up and comes back with this slice of cake, and I was like, oh, it's his birthday. He was like, I'm going to treat myself. So so it, he ate that. And I didn't know that there was a... Which reminds me. Um, <laughs> we lost I, did we lose Josh? <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> I love Phil. Yeah. <laughs> This, the show must go on. Yes, and yes, we lost him. And, yes, and. I, uh, <laughs> so I weighed myself before and after, and um, nice. 
this was a five pound weekend. I went from yeah. 218 to 223. I gained some weight so. too. I, um, I'm not able to fit into the jeans that I, uh, was able to fit in before I showed up to the expo. So I'm wearing my second smallest <laughs> jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I should have done that, but I didn't. Let's play a game called, I wonder what Josh was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he was going to say. in and out for 30 seconds. Hey, right? yeah, I think I heard my Josh. name accidentally. Welcome back, dude. <laughs> what were you saying? We were trying to guess what you were saying. Bye, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your Louisville Arcade Expo episode? Really fucking sucked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Fraught with uh, technical difficulties. Well, while we wait for Josh, we also discussed <laughs> with uh, uh, Edgelord, Edgelord uh, Kyle about Paul Pig's title. Right. You were in the middle of starting it to <laughs> talk about that. And while we were discussing, he's like, you know who he looks like? Nick Frost. I was like, Nick Frost. Oh, for, uh, he's uh, Simon Pegg's counterpart on all of Simon Pegg's movies. It's like, he mm-hmm. does. He does look like him. All right, so we spitballed around. <laughs> we we landed on Frosty Pig. <laughs> <laughs> All good things start out with, you know who he looks like? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it'll make more sense if somebody would go through all the pictures that he's in and Photoshop a Wendy's Frosty into his hands. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to call for side-by-sides of uh, Paul Big and Nick Frost. <laughs> that works, too. <laughs> with Frost, sharing Frosties. <laughs> Do we want to spitball? Do we want to spitball that? Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, John. <laughs> oh, sorry. God, I all I heard was intermittent laughing, like every seven seconds. Uh, that's the gist <laughs> of it. <laughs> do we want to go with Frosty Pig, or do you want to do you want to go with something else? I mean, it works for now, for sure. Okay, so for now. So we for got now. It. He has, yeah. So he has one. Here's why I say for now, in case he doesn't like it. No. Oh, yep. There you go. Because <laughs> like, I would hate to get like now. I imagine here's my, here's what's gonna here's my nightmare. My head pops off my pillow tomorrow morning, and the first thing I do as I'm peeing, I read Messenger, and it's like, oh, oh, here's eight lines of angry messages from Paul Pig. <laughs> Paul Pig is in <laughs> See, and I fucking set that precedent, changing bitch wizard to Captain Gun Nerd for John Turley so people can't be That's unhappy right. with their title. That is true. You mean Burger Bottom? Burger Bottom bitch <laughs> wizard John Turley. <laughs> That title then is open for Paul. Yeah, so yeah, Paul Paul Pig could be could be bitch wizard Paul Pig <laughs> if, if you want that one, Paul. <laughs> or Burger Bottom if you want that one. That's open as well. Which I'm I'm very glad John and Ian Wisdom Sage Ian were, yeah. were there. That was yeah. that was great. It was awesome. It, it was really it was really cool to meet. It was really cool to meet everyone. And Josh is gone. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh well, we are about at time. We are about a time, yeah. um, and I I want to thank everybody who came out to Tadpog Prom. Uh, I know there are a few people that uh, we haven't mentioned yet, but uh, thanks so much for coming out. I know that um, Rhythm Master Paul Korn and uh, Yarn Sorcerer Soul Sister Chandra, Soul Sister Yarn oh. Sorcerer, sorry, Chandra, are planning on coming back next year and having a recuperation room. Which I think it is an amazing uh, idea. Great idea. Where they great have idea. like um, water and stuff for hangovers. Paul's just giving out hand jobs. That does mm-hmm. that does relieve me. Got to work it out of your system. Got to work it out. <laughs> Got to get that venom out. <laughs> Got to get that venom out. <laughs> uh, but I also I know we mentioned Drew and Bailey, uh, but we didn't mention that they are from the Hops and Heroes mm-hmm. podcast, which you should mm-hmm. uh, certainly check out. 
Uh, and there are a whole bunch of other people. I feel bad because I can't mention everybody who came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, there executive, were like forty people this year. Lots of people, and it's amazing. And I hope that we get to do it next year. And I hope that there are even more people next year. Uh, but I got to meet uh, executive producer Janie, uh, who uh, handles all of our YouTube stuff, uh, and um, her wife. Her wife. Yeah. Terrified Michelle, mm-hmm. uh, which was really cool. And then. Um, Man, I am falling down that rabbit hole where it's like I'm gonna start mentioning people, and I'm definitely you're, going you're making to an somebody. Oscar acceptance speech, and you're worrying. Yeah, I am. Miss all of the yes. people. I'm gonna get played off. I'm sure. Actually, speaking of which, happen. speaking of which, don't we got something from Micah that we want? We to? did. That's, yes. Yeah, I hope we. Uh, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. We do have. Uh, Micah did leave a voicemail. And uh, because he wasn't able to make it to record this. Uh, and since he essentially organized the whole damn thing or 90% of the damn thing, um, I felt like it was important that he get, gets to say something uh, about the event. So um, I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit. I've got you guys on Discord on my phone, but I'm also going to try to play the voicemail from my phone. I don't know if that's going to work. Uh, but here goes. It is playing, but it's playing super soft. Mm -hmm. So I think what I'll have to do is, um, I think I'll probably have to, we'll probably have to say bye to you guys and then play the call. Thanks for being on with us. Uh, And it was really good seeing both of you. Um, I'm glad that, and I know R2 was really happy to see you, Josh. Uh, (laughs) So that is code. (laughs) R2D2, it is you, it is you. Uh, That's great. Is there anything else that you guys uh, would like to say before I unceremoniously boot you off of this call? Um, Uh, First vomit was at 10 a.m. on Friday. That is the that is the time to beat for next year. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Phil set up cones to make sure nobody stepped in it. Yes, thank you Um, for your safety. That was good. That was good. Never was made. No, and I would just like to say thank you to all the the people that I was a first timer this year, and um, it was great meeting everybody in real life. I, f- I feel like I reached level four status of friendship with a lot of <laughs> lot of people uh, who I converse with, uh, you know, digitally. It was awkward at first, but um, everybody's really nice. They're really kind, and not not just because of the hand jobs, um, <laughs> but they certainly the people were really really nice to me, whether they received or not it was um <laughs> i was impressed it was uh it was a it was an easy weekend to to make new friends uh, i hope people who are thinking about coming next year um would consider that and uh, be brave enough to to join us because it was a great time one more thing uh fuck united right <laughs> fuck united yeah they, everyone got they fucked over the united flight nate, they <laughs> damn it they damaged nate's uh uh baggage they made josh and i miss our connecting flights um, I'm sure they probably stepped on a puppy during the weekend at some point. Mm-hmm. They were just fucking just awful. Just kicking so. puppies right and left. It was terrible. And they punched yeah. that guy a couple months back. Mm-hmm. And he was mad about it. Yeah. He was mad. He was upset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for being All on, right. y'all. Uh, one more thing before you leave. Mm-hmm. And I do think it's important to bring up because we are spicy boys on this show. Um, <gasps> did you guys try <gasps> the hot sauces that were brought? No. Uh, I'm an old man who uh, is proof uh so i don't i i i lose at those reindeer games uh, <laughs> yeah. i don't do that i don't do that well yeah i'm not a spicy you, boy i'm i'm more of a butter boy I, I <laughs> <laughs> uh ben had brought um the last dab uh which is hot sauce made from pepper x which sounds like the kind of peppers that like krang would eat uh which was very that, that hot. sounds like a porn star to be honest pepper x <laughs> <laughs> pepper x x x 
Uh, and then uh, Micah actually brought some hot sauce called The End, uh, which came in a Bible. And uh, it was very, very hot. Um, and it was nice being able to share that experience with so many people because we ate those in uh, my hotel room. It's and on the Tadpog Nation page. It Might is. captured it live. It is. Ruined mm-hmm. my Saturday. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, fucked you up. Or was it Friday? I like, I could eat at cashmere. Like, I was just... I immediately afterward had like the the heat cramps in my stomach, mm-hmm. like I was being slashed open. And I I woke up first time at six thirty a.m. to just a burning hole of fire dump, and then again at like eight thirty, then at eleven, and then again at two. And I just nope, couldn't eat, couldn't uh, eat. It was I was miserable until about ten o'clock, and I was okay. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sorry uh, to hear that, Tyler. I remember you at Kashmir. I remember you getting up and going to the bathroom a couple times. Uh-huh. I and, just got bread and, and soup. If it makes you feel any better. What do you want? I'll have the bread and soup. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll have your prisoner special. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to Kashmir for the inadequate lighting um, in, well, in the second room. Yeah. yeah, they totally fucked yeah, us. That, we ate well, in the food apartment. was good. <laughs> Pretty and much. The, well, the inadequate lighting really made it feel like a romantic... Tadpog prom dinner. It was really, it was really quite, yeah. Or eating like in a that. cave. <laughs> Something like that. One of those two things. Yeah. Also, I ordered my meal traditional hot, and it was not hot at all. So Kyle had the same thing to say. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was kind of a. It was. I mean, it was fine. It was the food was still good, but it was just kind of a bummer, yeah. Be- especially because we led. I mean, the first night was hot sauce night. Mm-hmm. So, which I'm glad you said heat cramps because I've been dealing with those today hardcore because I'm not positive that the hot sauce was left for us uh, but when we were leaving the last dab was still there the pepper X hot sauce was still uh, there and I was like I am gonna go ahead and take this yep Ben if you want it back I will ship it back to you or I'll I'll PayPal you the money because I fucking love this hot sauce uh, I had tacos today, Taco John's, and I fucking loaded those fucking tacos Ooh, up man. with that. And it's Ooh. like, my mouth is watering right now thinking about <laughs> it, uh, how good it was. But at work at like 3 o'clock, I did feel like like a miniature Wolverine was inside my stomach <laughs> trying to claw his way out. <laughs> so I got to pretend to be the Tarask from D&D, which is fun. That's how I got through my work day. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you play the call from Micah, I I just have a couple little thank yous if I if I could could uh, voice them. Please. And that was uh, t- to 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 my roomies. You know who you are. <clears throat> One of them Phil. is here. <laughs> yeah, Phil. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Drew and Bailey. Uh the 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 there was a night that we uh, all fell asleep watching Friends. Um and I think that means in a way we're kind of married. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that is common law marriage in Kentucky. Yeah, it's a, it's a sacred ritual. Yeah. It's um, seven years yeah. spent living together or watching, <laughs> falling asleep watching friends together in a hotel room. I have, I have yeah. married so many prostitutes that way. <laughs> That's a joke then, in case my son listens to this when he's 15. <laughs> Look, if you hire a sex worker, son, it's fine. Just... Just be safe about it. <laughs> That's all I worry Wear a about. Wear condom while you watch Friends. Yeah, yeah right. You be watch you, friends. but also also be safe. <laughs> and then uh, b- uh, my last thank you is to uh, Mick Pirtle, um, who is incredibly average. Yeah, and yeah. 
I hope he I hope I hope he realizes that no other lord is exalted. He is the only he is the only one of the lords exalted. Uh, and I hope he feels good about that because he should. Yes, absolutely. Cheers to cheers to exalted Lord Micah Purdue. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Y'all got anything else? Nope. I'm nope. Out. All right. Same. I'm I am logging out of Discord. Uh, I hope to be talking to you guys soon. Maybe while we're playing Warcraft three. <laughs> Not if I log out first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. Uh, take it easy, man. Thanks for recording with us. All right. Thanks for having me. You yep. bet, man. Bye, guys. Yeah. Bye, dude. All right. Now let's see if this phone call will play at a reasonable volume. Uh, now it's going to be blaring, I'm sure. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Micah. Exalted Lord Mike of Purdue. Hey, I know you guys are uh, going to be recording the episode over the uh, Louisville Arcade Expo, a.k.a. Tadpog Prom 2018, and uh, I couldn't make it in to record, unfortunately, but I wanted to drop a quick line and just say thank you, thank you, fucking thank you for everything that you guys have done from the show standpoint to put together this fucking universe, this fucking nation that we have that allows us to all be able to come together and hang out and have fucking people that we know from all over the fucking country. I mean, it's, it's fucking unbelievable. It's amazing. I, I don't even know how to put it into words, what it means to me. Um, I'm also fucking huge fucking props and huge fucking thank yous to everyone who made it to Louisville. I know there was a lot of uh, travel involved in that, driving, flying, especially with uh, some of the horror stories of flying that I've heard from <laughs> the, the people that flew United. Fuck United. Hashtag fuck United. <laughs> but... Thank you to fucking everybody that made it possible. Um, I know I couldn't have fucking held it together without knowing how how good the weekend was going to be and how much fun it was going to be. And I can't fucking wait till next year already. Um, the one request that I have is we try to fucking just keep making it bigger, keep making it better. That would be cool. We had 16 fucking rooms this year. In theory, all of our rooms should have uh, faced the courtyard if it hadn't been for a dog shit room and whatever else happened in that other room. Those dogs died. But it would be <laughs> fucking amazing if we could get all the courtyard-facing rooms just mm-hmm. to be our fucking group. So let's work on that. Make fucking plans. Start fucking making plans now. Tadpog Prom 2019. You got like 360 fucking days. <laughs> get in on this shit. All right. Talk to you guys. Why do you keep up the good work? First. That was a nice call. Yep. yep thank yep, you, yep. And I mean, thank you for saying those nice things. And thank you for organizing this shit. Because, like, you seriously were, like, Tadpog Brom Chaperone, number one. So, yeah, I hope I hope we get to do this again next year. I do hope it's bigger. And I hope that Jaeger Lunch continues. I'm actually really looking forward to next year's Jaeger Lunch. Uh, we're probably going to have to get three big bottles of Jaeger. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this. Um Next episode, we're going to be going back to our, our NES list. What were we? Were, Star Tropics is next up on the list. Okay. So if I mean that's that's one we'll do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a game we'll play. Okay. And talk about. So Star Tropics. So next episode, I don't want to say it because it means I commit to it. That's why when you looked at me like, what's in, what's what are we doing next? I didn't want to say it because I didn't. I can just do it. I can just do it if you want. And just do it. Yeah, you can do just, you just hang want out. to do it. You can just hang out. No, I, I want to play Star Tropics. You just make like five quizzes and I'll talk about Star Tropics. I know, right? <laughs> uh, this quiz is called Stars or <laughs> Tropics. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. 
I am not thrilled to play Star Tropics, but a lot of people like that game. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like that game, but when I look at it, I'm like, this game looks not good. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube. Yes, and Google YouTube. Play. Google we never Play. mentioned that, Google but like, Play. we figure if you're using Google Play, you found us already. <laughs> you know, you're there. It's <laughs> you're fine. there. Uh, hey, do you want to send us something like we got today, the packages? Uh, you can send that to Tadbox Studios, Karen Nicole Nance, PO Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. You can call if you want. Yep. We, uh, we do take voicemails. Mm-hmm. Uh, we let Exalted Lord Micah Purdue jump line uh, specifically for this episode. But we are now, I think, in – we're taking – listen to voicemail from June of 2017. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. If you want to call us, it's 270-883-2555. Hey, we got a Facebook, tadpog.com slash – facebook.com slash tadpog. Uh, tadpog Nation, that's a group you can come into. Mm-hmm. We've got it guarded. We've got it guarded against robots. But yeah, I mean, and hey. nanas. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, let's see. I need to throw some of this stuff up on Instagram that we got. Mm-hmm. So tabog underscore podcast on Instagram. Uh, I think that's about Patreon. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. enjoy this? Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, if you didn't, we understand. <laughs> we get it. If you, but if you did, uh, and you want to give us some money, you can do that uh, at patreon.com uh, slash tadpog. Uh, give us a buck, and you get access to like all the bonus episodes we've done each month uh, since we started it um, and all the bonus episodes that uh, we're going to be doing as long as you remain um, a pledging member. I, I would like to thank uh, a few people who have donated recently um, and actually I-, I meant to thank some of y'all uh, last episode but what happened is uh, we didn't plug Patreon and because of uh, that I forgot either that or we did plug Patreon and I forgot anyway. Um, Platinum member Brett Miller, dude, thank you for upping your donation uh really appreciate it uh edgelord kyle uh Pertleball, thank you for upping your donation significantly man uh really appreciate that uh paul anderson uh who i met at the expo uh dude thank you for your new pledge uh which is uh sizable for sure it's uh, getting into naruto that pleases me yeah, I saw that post on the Tadpog Nation. That's uh, that pleases me as well. Uh, he'll be he'll have me beat in Naruto in no time because I didn't finish it. Uh, I'd like to thank Capsaicin Czar Chris Dixon uh, for uh, upping his donation. Chris, dude, thank you. Uh, and once again, Platinum member Brett Miller uh, upped his donation again. Uh, so, dude, uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, and that is it. Our theme song is Moves by Sigmore Drive. Link to that track from the show notes at tadbog.com. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll close it out, Dave. Uh, by listing everybody uh, who I forgot to mention during this episode. How about that? Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, yeah, let's do that. I mean, let's do it all at once. I cheated because I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people that we met that we just didn't mention. It makes me feel bad. Well, it's it a lot of people. Master Mold and We were was all pretty there. drunk. See, I missed it. I slept through him being there okay. entirely. Master Mold was there, uh, who sponsors our NES Classic episode. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's super important to mention him. Other people were there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Josh and Nicole, you know, our friends oh, who live yeah, here. Josh and Nicole, that's true, that's true. <laughs> they were here. So. I enjoyed seeing, like, really drunk Josh for the first time in a while. Oh, I didn't get to see Josh really drunk, unfortunately. And that's, I'm sure that's probably it. Okay, Trouble Capcorn. Trouble Capcorn. Trouble Capcorn. Michael Ward, I know I saw you there, too. 
uh, Dirtbag, <laughs> Dirtbag Keith. I know I saw you there too. Oh yeah, I got. To, I met him in the brief two-hour window. I was awake that day <laughs> at Dairy Queen. Yeah, no, hey, I, I get. The, I think he said next year he's gonna try to ditch the kids and like mm-hmm. come solo or something yep. like that, so he can spend spend more time in the courtyard <laughs> drinking. I, I hope. <laughs> yep. Um, seriously, sorry if uh, if you weren't mentioned, uh, but it was super fucking great meeting everybody. Did we mention Nerdy Thursday, Sean, and Nerdy Thursday? Yeah, we sure did. Jaeger lunch. All right. Bye. (laughs) Bye. So, I forgot somebody. I was worried it was going to happen, and I forgot somebody. Uh, A few people, actually. Um, So, hi. This is me, 45 minutes to publication. And I just wanted to say that I feel really bad because I forgot to mention Joey Webster, uh, who... A drinksmith? Drinksmith Joey Webster? Will that make it up if I come up with a title without consulting Tyler at all? Drinksmith. Drinksmith Joey Webster. Uh, and I, I totally forgot Joey, and I think it's because he was mixing some baller-ass drinks all fucking night. Um, a drink that we call we named a Beetlejuice, uh, which I'm not sure I'm allowed to tell you what's inside of it, but it kind of tastes like root beer. So it's like a hard root beer. And then um, Mel, uh, who he was with, she uh, came up with this drink that tasted like an orange dreamsicle, and it was fucking amazing. So my point is that I think the reason that I forgot them is because uh, every time I would see them, they would make me a drink, and then things would get fuzzy. Uh, so I'm really sorry that um, we <laughs> that we didn't mention you earlier, uh, especially because those drinks were off the fucking chains. Also... This is worth mentioning, and I meant to bring this up when we were talking about tournaments, uh, but in Pinball Archmage Chris Edler's room, uh, he and Heather had a N64 that um, was hooked up with War Controllers and WWF No Mercy, a game that I have never played, and uh, but however, I would like to do an episode on that one day because uh, we've been talking about it for probably three or four years, uh, doing an episode with Micah on that. And, uh, seems like maybe Chris would be a good fit for it too. But anyway, uh, now that it's just me, uh, spitballing in the middle of the night. Okay. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Love you. Bye. My pee jar is currently filled with water, but pee jar. <laughs> I'll drink that down first, so I'll have an empty pee jar to use. All right, I do believe we might have a new stinger <laughs> and a new shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.